Authors in Chains. Oh, it's a good week. We got the story done. The short story is done. Edited, ready to go. In the anthology it goes, man. Mortis is... Shattered Illusions. Mortis is... Follow the page. Done. That is not the app I wanted. I wanted this app. But that was that was my first official short story. I think I did pretty good. And he actually. did so well. You've never written shorts before? I never. No, I don't write shorts. I'm surprised, actually. Yeah, I would have thought I, you'd have I been all over no, that. I don't write. I wrote my first official published short. How's that? I've written shorts. But okay. Well, first, I threatened to, but I don't. I don't have. I don't know. Maybe I'll you get know, to it. And it's. Uh, it's. Uh, I, you know. I'm. I'm pretty Uh-oh. happy with it. What's our topic? Here we go. I don't know. Are we ready? I'm gonna yes. let it spin it. Actually, be able to it. see its thing. There yeah, you gotta let it normalize. I can't, I can't see that. Uh, Bingo! Did, I win. Did Did Ray get his signature? Wow, spin that book? was really. Oh, 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 oh. What's our topic? Taboo topics. Nice. We're doing taboo. Formerly, yeah. formerly episode six entitled Mental Health and Taboo Topics. We have done taboo. <clears throat> All right. This Remember week, this one? Like, that's right. Wow. So we'll do the whole intro. Welcome to Authors and Chains. This week, our episode is taboo topics. Things you don't want to write about. No, no things no. you do want to write about, except they'll flip people out and they'll. Uh, I know, right? I'm not, I'm not I mean, that's well. Come on, we all we we do it. We all write. Sooner or later, you're going to write those topics. I mean, God, we've all covered them. I mean, I tore out a whole piece of uh, of fallen that was like that was an entire set of taboo topics. I mean, we cover we cover what do we cover? We cover rape. We cover murder. We cover everything. Okay. I mean, come on. Hold on a second. Let's let's for uh, for a second here. Uh, the last time that we did this, I mental was not health. here. Yeah, we did mental health, and there was uh, another cast member or two, and uh, the uh, the topic of taboo topics was sort of derailed. I guess my understanding is because this person did not really want to talk about the taboo topics, which defeats the purpose and proves the point. No, no, um, wait, let's, let's be fair. She didn't, it's not that she didn't want to talk about it. It's that this particular cast member wanted to turn it into a bully pulpit. Yes. For personal likes, dislikes, you name it, whatever the trigger was sent okay. her into orbit. And then we had to tell, we had to listen to why the perpetual victim mode, that was really bad. Well, yeah. I mean, so wait, wait, wait. So let All me right. let me finish there. So it is it. This is right here. What I'm doing right this second is the only warning listeners are going to get this shit about to get real. So and there might be spoilers for some of our work. There is a yes. possibility. So be warned if you don't like nasty shit that might, you know, trigger people. Yeah, there's a good chance you might get triggered uh and if you haven't read our stuff yet and you'd really like to um be warned because we're probably going to talk about some of the things that we have already written about that are taboo and and to be fair let's kind of define taboo okay because taboo is a a broad subject there are there is mental health there are violence there is uh what else do we want to cover as your taboo uh, way out Religion? on the edge, se- sexual content of sexual a content, not very mainstream nature. Violence. Okay. Yep. 
you're right. Non-mainstream um, sex, yeah, I like that. Um, I think health, that physical infirmities. There's a lot of stuff we write that can be portrayed good or bad, and some will offend some people. Okay, but it, now so let's expand a little bit. There's a lot. You were right, right? Taboo is a gigantic umbrella. It really, and is. even though we, I don't remember if we went there, but the 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 typical don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion. It doesn't apply here because politics is a is an issue all by itself. Religion can twist people up pretty hard. It people kill you for your perspective on religion. Salman Rushdie is still running because of <laughs> satanic verses, as I recall. Right. right? So that is um, a topic, on no matter how you come down on it, that is in pl many places considered yeah. an absolute taboo. You don't go there. So the, we, you're right, a qualifying little list. This is when we should have, this is when we should have done the little in-screen graphics thing. A little in-screen you know, because we we, we don't know what. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, we don't have we don't have the luxury because we don't know what the topic is until Glacia's magic machine tells us. Well, I mean, that was kind of the point. Now, but but and we could true. probably stick it in maybe in the website or the description for well, the vid later. But and, and there's a lot. Of, you know. There's a lot of readers. As a writer, sometimes you will pay for what you write by getting flamed or getting yelled at. I know I have actually been uh, flamed for my Trump Tower depiction in Vengeance. Um, when, uh, yeah, when the ship comes down and the T is knocked off of Trump Tower and it's Rump Tower, somebody got upset by that. I thought it was funny. Um, and there's bound to be more than one person who's going to get upset over my depiction of Catholicism in The Fallen. I mean, come on. You're going to so, cover wait a these minute. topics. So then, then, then I will I will recast my previous statement and say politics is on the list because politics of we are such list. a yeah. bifurcated society right now. Oh there's, my God! There's are nobody in between anymore. We're we're over there or we're over there, and there and there isn't no, much no. crossover. I'm still moderate, thank you very much. I will remain moderate. <laughs> I'll, I'll remind you of that the next time you say something unmoderate that was couched as moderate. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, partner. That's right. So oh, anyway, but uh, so Glacia did, did when you think of it, I want to ask you this. Let me ask you. Something. Ask you. Go ahead and ask. When, when you heard of the episode without having known anything about it, I wondered about this when you came on board, in fact, and I didn't ask you. I probably should have. Sorry, I didn't ask you. <laughs> ask. Did, when you heard about Taboo subjects, half of the mental health taboo subjects overall title. What came to mind immediately? What was your immediate knee-jerk default vision in your in your mind's eye? What constituted the taboo subjects we are talking about? What did you see? The uh, knee-jerk, which I definitely do have, was uh, rape and suicide. Yeah, those um, are good ones. But but then upon further uh, thought, you know, giving it 10 seconds more, I really had to try and define that for myself. And I think taboo is something that people would rather not talk about. And it has to be taboo for the probably the majority of a culture and the, the defining characteristics being that society cringes. 
That's excellent because everybody has something that creeps them out. That's not a right. taboo. What you just described is a really great way of putting it. We're talking about societal norms, mm-hmm. deviations yes. from it. Yeah. That's well, and exactly it can, yeah. I mean, what works in Manhattan ain't going to fly in Muscatine, Iowa. <laughs> Muscatine. So, yeah, so right. allowing, allowing for regional uh, border crossings, even still, I think anybody can, uh, across our society, the civilization, um, pedophilia is necrophilia. That kind of shit is not... No, we don't go there because that shit is disgusting for pretty much everybody, except well, the folks mm-hmm. who it ain't disgusting for. So disgusting. it qualifies as a taboo. Hey, as disgusting a, or or aberrant or something mm-hmm. that people would rather pretend doesn't exist. I mean, as a writer, I tend to feel uncomfortable writing some of these subjects. I do, but how I cover them is very specific. I won't write a rape scene, but I'll write the after effects. I'll write the reactions or what happens to the person or, or how they feel about it. Same I will, I will jump right to that aspect of it. You know, I'm less interested in writing the scene than I am. What happens or how does this affect this person? Oh, say, or now, wait a minute. This is really interesting to me because I'm precisely the same way. I can tell you all about it after the fact, because it's, yes. And, and, I, and I think a lot of that is gender specific. I have no idea what it feels like for a woman to walk in a parking lot terrified. True. I walk in a parking lot at night. I don't give a shit. Come get me because I'll beat your ass or I will shoot you with my 45 I have right here. Right. I get it. So it's, I've, you know, when, when I, you, we don't think of it in, in those terms. Um, women, men, most, I would say easily, most do and so it's difficult for men uh, writers to go near something like that because we don't have anything like an intrinsic understanding of that no 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 i i challenge you guys to go a little bit deeper into this because because you are you are playing it safe on this uh that's i'm gonna call wait a minute wait a minute i wasn't done i wasn't done yet okay fine and I don't want, I'm, and, and that is why I'm asking because I'm not playing it safe. Here was what I wanted to t- ask Ray. And I don't know, maybe I'm going to have to examine this myself. Are we, do we preclude ourselves from writing about those particular taboo topics because of that reason? Because we can't write to it in with authority, or is it because it's so gut wrenching and weird and horrible? I don't want anyone to ever think, hey, you know, he's describing a rape scene pretty accurately there. That son of a <laughs> bitch has probably raped somebody. And, and you know, you're right. And that's a good way to look at it. For me, it's uh it's a both a discomfort a little bit because we always go back and read the stuff we wrote. But more importantly, from a from a, a standpoint of experience, it's 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 trying to understand and delve into the person of what happens to them afterwards because i think personally that's i don't want to glorify rape i don't want to i i i don't want to write a scene and have somebody look at that and go damn that's hot i would rather show the reactions and the consequences both from the from the victim standpoint because it it not only makes me feel better but lets me explore that character um, I am uniformly amazed at when I hear women who are rape victims describe the difficulties that they have after the fact right. that I would never have considered. 
I have a preconceived idea of the horror that must they're they're walking along 25 parallel paths of horror and it's not that so right the playing it safe part is is legitimate because we can't write to that we don't know what that feels like but anyway glaciate go ahead and challenge us what were you going to say to go deeper you said go ahead i think that you're taking the easy way out both of you both of you both of you have written horrendous murderous death-loving scenes correct never done that either never experienced that either you're right. Never, never You're torn so the right. head. Ray never torn the head off of off of another off of another being and thrown it on the ground. Pretty sure you wrote that, Rob. Some of the stuff that you're working on right now. I know you never did any of that, but you write it. Right. That's a good point. And it's a. It, you're right. And I, I handle it differently. I do that. Probably you're right. I'm taking the easy way out, and maybe I should consider challenging myself more at that. Um, but now wait a minute now wait a minute hold on let me let me give a counter to her counter that is a great point and it 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 put me back on my heels for a second because that's that is true that it's it's almost as though it's an excuse and i i see her your point glacia but here's the difference um under only prison-like circumstances do i stand a chance of being raped Okay. And that's and that's true. And I have and uh, now and now hold on, Ray. Think about this. Yeah. Not only that, not only that, but anyone. I challenge anyone, male or female, because it can't be done. Tell me about dying, because none of us can say so. We're it's conjecture, right? All the way. So well, in, uh, I get the I get the pushback, but consider those points. Well, hold, hold on. Shouldn't hold on. be shouldn't conjecture allow us? To write about it, though, maybe. But of course, from, it should. But how we feel about it, it was the question. Yeah. From, from my perspective, I don't write a scene like that gratuitously. So what I'm looking for is that is a character development scene. So though it may be a cop out, I tend to focus on the character and what happens. Develop that character's pain, betrayal, fear for the story, as opposed to write a scene just for the sake of writing a scene. So yeah, I'll, I may skip the act, but I'll delve into the character and their reaction to it and how it affects them. Glacia, have you ever has has anything in Lark's world gotten anywhere near that? That's a good question. Yeah. Well, there you go. So how do you treat it? Frankly, is, is your view? I mean, is your treatment of it that dramatically different from mine or Ray's? If we're well, uh, I I have two um, examples of of trigger worthy uh, things. Uh, three actually, um, but uh, one is treated uh, in a fragmented way that is uh, a memory, um, but uh, one is treated as a. I guess also fragmented, but it, it's it's one tiny little portion of a scene as opposed to being like itty bitty little tastes of the entire experience. I, I have, okay. um, I do have a rape scene, and it's 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 a 
here comes the spoilers, right? You Love are spoilers. not you are not a hundred percent sure exactly what is going on. I have had people catch it. I have had people mm. go, what is going on here? Because it is a memory. Uh, it is a, uh, a teenager having a memory of experiencing the sight of the rape of a sibling by a stepfather. Okay. And um, that's an interesting. The, yeah. The person, yeah. the person being raped, is is a boy, mm-hmm. and so that in and of itself kind of confuses things a little bit. So you got um, your money's worth on taboo right there, didn't you? No kidding, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, You can. Okay, so in the group, we're the pussies. Got it. (laughs) Thank you. If you if you pay attention, you uh, you absolutely can strongly suspect that that's what is going on. But uh, even if you suspect, there's enough ambiguity there that you can go, maybe not. Maybe he's maybe he's being abused, but he's just being beaten up. You know, but there is a plea from the brother to the sister that she not watch. A desperate wow. plea. Okay. Do you let your reader off the hook and explain it later? In that way, let them I let know the reader that it really off. was. No. Just the no. don't watch part. Just there is there, it is it is clear to someone who's paying attention what's going on. But it is ambiguous enough to those people who they can right. they can turn away from that reality if they want to, um, okay. and it is never explicitly addressed later in the book. Okay. Um, now, conversely, one of the other things that I have is a, and I think both of you guys have read this because I asked you to beta it uh, for me. This particular scene, I have an ex- extraordinarily explicit suicide scene. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, by the uh, from the point of view of the person committing the act, um, it goes very deep into the mental state of where the person is uh, mm-hmm. when they commit the act. And this is this is an MC. Um, so you very much have gotten to know this person and watched their uh, their descent in terms of their desire to want to continue experiencing their life and also their sort of uh, the, the certain amount of um, personal disconnection that you have to have in order to get to that point of being truly, truly, truly suicidal. Um, but uh, you get to watch the entire ritual that this person uh, sort of fabricates to finish convincing themselves that and that it's going to be okay and it's staged in a very careful way so that the right person finds the body and uh, uh, there's physical preparation that happens uh, before the act is committed. Let's let's make this right, you know, sort of sort of sentiments. And then uh, we we do not pan away at the moment that the uh, it's the the instrument is a utility knife, and this person basically stabs themselves in the inside of the of the elbow and drags the thing all the way down, and Ouch. it is explicit. 
the, the pain, the feeling, not, not just the pain, well, but how a blade feels when it runs across your tendons. Yeah. It is very explicit. I walked the line purposefully right. and very carefully between realism and glorifying the act. That is a, a no pun intended, but that's a that line is as thin as the tip of that. Yeah, it's a razor's edge. Well, absolutely. The problem is, is taboo subjects are different for everybody. I mean, exactly. I people get upset because some of the characters in some of my books are handicapped in the way some people thought they were glorified in a particular way. Some people, PTSD, another taboo subject that gets covered may or may not be taboo. I've had people get upset over the oddest things. So taboo is different for every single person. Yeah, but, but I don't I, think that just upsetting somebody necessarily makes yeah. something taboo. taboo. Again, I think you have, I think like, you, I think you have to have uh, the ability to piss off a vast majority correct. of people with yeah. a topic, not just one random person who thinks you're an ableist because you made somebody pretty after she could walk again. That's bullshit. And that was yeah. But I mean, I have, I mean, in a uh, upcoming novel, I've got religions that are. Um, not portrayed negatively, but definitely portrayed, maybe poked fun at a little bit. So that could upset people. I've got another uh, book which portrays a prison rape scene, also portrays um, um, uh, cross-dressers, transvestite, and homosexuals as the hero. I mean, it's it's all kinds of, I mean, these are different different novel types where some of that may upset people, some of that may be taboo. I don't necessarily consider those things taboo, though. Most people wouldn't, but let, we're we're skirting the right. shit out of this. Let, let's let's take it a little bit closer now. Uh, I'm what when we first got to this topic, it was a, an umbrella subject. It was the first time any. We were very early in the AIC continuum. Wow! Yeah, we were so, way early. Like yeah, really early. We didn't we didn't get a chance to go anywhere near what was supposed to have been, kind of. Uh, a, a really raw bare knuckles view of the writers, either perceptions or responsibilities of right. issues that are some of them absolutely ghastly and, and, and as, uh, accepting that it has to be worthy and, and supportive of the story is a given to me. Well, it's not I mean, as though yeah. we're, we're not doing it for at least we don't for uh, gratuitous purposes. It's not, shock value that's not the reason why we're not talking about that that is the totally different approach right. and that it's not really a serious writer anyway but when you have a a cherished mc who your reader has really come to bond with and really really likes and then you you discover that in that person's computer is 10 gigs of hardcore preteen child sex wow that would be yeah crap man seriously that would be uh now you got yeah. their attention you you it, it is that is reality people that you think you you know and they turn out to be horrible there's nothing new about that but the mode and method pedophilia is gut-wrenching that is you character want to hurt and moral people who do shit like that yeah moral assassination of a character you just yeah yep and, and, and so, any likability for that character is gone wow yeah right and so when you're doing that you are killing your character yes basically you're right killing and your you, character. In that character may be there for the rest of the book but your readers are 
almost uniformly going to be so repulsed and disgusted by this person that they will willfully change the, their expectations of what becomes of them. God, what a what an exercise as a yeah. as, as a writer. Think right? about it. Wow, right. I just I just followed that through, man. We're, exactly, yeah, we're too. you know we're mirroring reality in in so many yeah. with fiction. My ass, we mirror reality. We do. There, there is nothing more terrifying. Two things, um, and uncomfortable for a reader than what you're talking about. Thinking right. that you know a character only to find that they're going to do something terrible. Yes. And also presenting a character that does something terrible and then tricking the reader into sympathizing with them. Ah, yes. I was just got, yeah, I was just thinking about reader that. manipulation, not, right? Not not for the act that they committed, no. but get the reader to a point where they they like the character or they sympathize with something else that the character has has done and sort yep. of choose to sweep the rest under the rug, which is a fun exercise. And I have that one is, of those I, and I'm, it is I'm quite actually, enjoyable. <laughs> I was thinking through that. Yeah. Can you imagine and that surprised me, but how much you would have to come back from something like that though? Come on. That's, that you is are, taboo. That is truly taboo. Yes. I can really tell you are, that it takes like 300,000 words. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you're taking, uh, you're taking a hell of a risk from a commercial perspective. Also, and this is something that we probably didn't touch on at all, Ray, before, is that when if you're going to go down the path of a, of a clearly a horrible social taboo as anything other than a passing crime scene, whereas especially if it involves a main character. Yes, you're running a really great big giant monster Jupiter sized risk of being pigeonholed as a as a writer who has no um, how do I put this you're, you're you're going to be pulled up out of the normal fiction category and you will get plunked into the fiction category from whence 50 shades is springs places where that you cannot shock people hard enough and that is yeah, if you're not writing specifically for that purpose remember that remember the i don't remember um her name but our relatively uh not recent but we had a fairly uh hardcore erotic uh, uh writer that was I don't remember who it was. But she she was well oiled that day, but she hey, we can uh, we can we can not name drop there. No, we won't. But there's that's different. That's a that is so that's stock and trade. Well, if it's it, raunchy, yeah. she she or any other erotic writer doesn't give a rat's ass if you cringe by it. That's the reality of of hardcore porn. I mean, that's I mean, not what we're talking about at yeah, all. This yeah. is. This no, is people seek out erotica. Well, well, that's the thing. Yes. We all, we and all, it's not, it's not a taboo either. That's not so. No. What I, I want to make clear is that that is you can be over here on the safe side, you thought, and a misapplication of something terrible, right, will vault you into some other genre, whether you like it or not. And there is no coming back once you get cast like yep. that, really hard to come back. An erotic well, writer and give a shit. Yeah. I mean, for but, my stories, I, I guess you'd call it writing around it. You're right, as we've discussed before. Everybody writes differently when you write your stories. You're 
you're building your story. How do you want that story to be? Do you want an action to overshadow the rest? Will it overshadow the rest? As I said, I tend to write the the reactions and the effects, the ramifications and the consequences of something like that far more than I actually write the act. And that is just my style. I prefer yeah, I prefer to leave the act to somebody's imagination as opposed to directly writing and describing it. That's just a personal preference of mine. Question. Go ahead. Why? Is it for fear that somebody will put the book down? No, no, not for fear that somebody will put the book down. Um, it, it tends to be because, number one, no matter what you write, somebody's imagination can do far worse. Um, yeah. And that's my stories, unless it centers around that act, that act is a consequence and something that develops a character. I don't necessarily need to focus on the act to complete my story. And by not focusing on it, I pull, you know, I, I, I pull a Hitchcock. Mm. I, I, I leave most of it to their imagination, which is always far worse than anything you could possibly describe. I do too. And it's, and it's, I don't know whether that's antiseptic out I don't of know. fear or, I don't think it's fear. I mean, it's just a matter of or concern. I don't know how you want to put it. It's not intrinsic to those particular stories. I'm sure if I came up with a story that that scene was intrinsic to, I would write it. But okay, now nah, ah, perfect. Maybe, I'm glad maybe, you said yeah. that. There's a difference because yes. uh, 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 the closest I've ever come to this was n- not even remotely close to a main character. This is a very tangential. Uh, character who was witnessed by one of my secondary characters not that it is any less of of an impact but the whole purpose for for going there was to illustrate behaviors in a place that you would expect them and in this particular case that act rape in that case is absolutely intolerable in a place where it ought to be common everyday act as grisly and gruesome as horrible as it is in that particular place a prison it should happen and nobody pays the slightest bit of attention people are murdered there every day they're beaten bloody there every day they are uh, uh, blackmailed they're terrorized they are everything except raped do, do you and that um, was what I wanted to make clear was this totally off the rails why that in such a place why would it be so intolerable and that and, was, it yeah. was a, it was a vehicle to why this place is so bizarre and weird well, well let's so- talk what about offending sensibilities I mean that's a good one um and actually if she remembers this Glacia, do you remember that story? that guy about the world yeah. where it's like a curfew. Yes. Oh yes. my God, yes. man. Oh, yes. Talk about offensive. Holy shit. Enlightening. That was, that was, uh, it, it was a world in, oh, in yeah. which uh, women were expecting to be raped in the yes. same way that women expect to be hit on. A oh, woman goes to a bar moly. and oh, a woman so goes bad. to a Wait, wait, wait. A woman goes to a bar now in real, real world, um, dresses nice because it makes her feel special. She wants to go dance with her friends. Mm-hmm. She gets hit on by guys. Fact of life. We 
complain about it, we bitch about it, we bond with our friends uh, through it. Um, and in this world that this person had created, rape was that. Holy moly. It was um, horrible. It was but, horrible. But here's the thing. That idea is actually kind of interesting. But this was... Or prescient. This, this, was, this was rape erotica. So this isn't taboo so much as it's, it's, it's the... Feeding a particular fetish? It is. It is yeah. fetishizing violence, um, which is much different. The portrayal than, was adolescent at best. I mean, it was... It, it, it was, but that's beside the point. The portrayal I mean, was what offended me. Yeah. Uh, okay, there's a difference there. Well, Glacius, because it was yeah. it was very much framed as as uh, you know an erotic act as opposed to something that was uh, disgusting. Yes. Um, it, it actually is is kind of an interesting idea, kind of an interesting rabbit hole to go down. A society like that is very strange and yeah. uh, could be something interesting, perhaps, and then it would be a taboo topic. But yes. because of the way, as Ray was saying, because of the way it was portrayed, um, it very much uh, cheapened the idea to the point of a fap novel about it was, rape. It was ridiculous. Yeah, there was some. It's just yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Was, well, there's no question that there's there's. Some, I mean, rape fantasy exists whether anybody likes it or not. Yes, going both ways. Mm -hmm. Which is even True. weirder to me, but still, yes. it's there. So, that to, that to me would qualify as a as a profoundly taboo subject. I don't care right. if it if the culture subculture exists. The predominant non subculture, the overculture, most folks, the reasonable, prudent person standard is what they call it in the law. That would say that would qualify this as a taboo, but Glacia makes a really disturbing, miserable, shitty observation, which is, <laughs> if you examine this guy's story beyond how horribly graphic and vile it may be to read that style, right. is there is it uncomfortable? Does it bring discomfort because it has a potential of being? looking into the future 50 or 100 years maybe no, not so weird no. after all now this is more insight into somebody's psyche that's yeah, why it was more or less but, but the but i the, mean the society oh god that's the thing is is that you know i mean that is an idea that though it is taboo and though the way it portrayed it made it something that was un unpleasant unpalatable inaccessible Perhaps yes. that's the interesting part is that if we can make something that is taboo, somewhat palatable, accessible, we can write about it, right? Yeah, true. We should now hear. So now she's going all the way back to the day she wasn't with us, Ray. She just said the magic <laughs> words. We should be able to write about it because we yes, have we, we went round and round about this long before you were here. And here you are asking the same question. So hats off to you, but that's a really good, as writers, when we full circle this at the top of the hour, that is precisely what undergirds the entire discussion. Should we be able to do this without fear? Should we feel nothing? Should we feel all the human emotions, all that stuff? Sure. 
but should should yeah. we avoid it? And no. if uh, and by that I mean we choose to because that's how uh, that's we're predisposed temperamentally. Right. But from a writer's perspective, should we be fearful of our position as a writer if we if we go if go there? And should we purposely avoid it? I, no, that that's I, wait. To... I I think I think that one of the only ways to ensure that censorship does not become a thing is to constantly give people material that would make them want to censor Push it. the envelope. Everything is an intellectual exercise. The reason we do it in the first place, where do our stories come from? We got an interesting idea and we want to see where it goes. It becomes an intellectual exercise. The market will decide whether yes. or not it's, it's absolutely palatable, and that's not up to a government agency to tell us whether we should right. or shouldn't. Right. So the the question is not uh, it isn't it isn't direct. It's it's a rhetorical question, but that's really what well, it gets back to. Is, and is your fan base will speech. decide if you're if you write yeah. religious theology novels and you decide you're going to write an erotica novel, chances are you're going to lose your fan base. That's okay because you're expanding out to a different fan base, but that is the consequences of writing, uh, of changing a novel set like that. You are going to offend the sensibilities of your core readership. That is something as an author we can do. Just be prepared to, you know, face the consequences. Yeah. The answer to the question was should we? Yes, we always right, we should. should. You're damn Absolutely. right. We should. That's the, the degrees to which we do it is personal, but that's exactly the point. Oh, there, I, I shouldn't have to stop and think, oh, I could, I could really make a couple of people. We, we are the last bastion of absolute go. unadulterated yeah. um, topics and unadulterated themes, things you don't have to cut, things you don't have to not show. We you're are writing the children's bastion. books, stay away from it. Yeah. If you're writing any kind of, uh, of, acceptable mainstream fiction we, we don't have even, the fcc breathing down our necks no we can cover the, whatever topic we want to the only question that we should have to ask ourselves is does it develop reader investment character or story and if the answer yeah. is yes then it's a personal question as to whether or not you want to engage in that does but it if add it does, something if it, to the book that's right I agree. But bottom line is nobody should tell you what to write and what not to write. As an author, we can explore whatever topics, whatever scenes, whatever things that we wish to ourselves. The only consequences we have is what happens when we publish that. And as long as we're okay with that, have at it. Because you know what? Bottom line is, if you don't like it, you don't have to read it. That's what the it comes market down will to. decide. The market, the market will, decide. will decide. Correct. As it does. That you makes know. me wonder. I've got to. Whenever we're we're um, back to new topics, I'm going to refer to this episode because oh. there's a there's a really big a question topic. I want to ask. Both of you, swine, are way left of me. I'm yes. on the right side. I'm, I'm moderate. No news further there. left than I am. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm but I wondered about, uh, and it's not taboo, but I, I'm. I wonder about writing to an antithesis of a very popular 
story, something, a book most people know about that doesn't strike you the way it strikes most people and you want to fire back. Mm. So not taboo, but touchy? Yep. Certainly, societally, culturally, politically touchy, yes. I like that idea. That sounds like fun. That sounds like something that we will probably hit around the beginning of the year. I think that's when we're going to run out of do-overs. Oh, yeah, I like I like the sound of that. I do. I like the sound of that. I'm going to, I'll save that in my little bucket. I got a bucket now. A bucket? We all have a bucket. Buckets are great. All right. All my batteries are charged. I want you people to know that. my batteries That's important. As long as your batteries are charged, <laughs> all that matters. All right. Ray's battery and my battery, taint charged. Nope. Well, hold on. Nope. <laughs> I, I want to fly my little tiny helicopter tonight. That's you're quite a fun shape. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good to go, people. You're right. All right. So now I want to see if anybody responds to this, how badly we get Hillary. Hey, your, your color just went. Stop right there. Your color went perfect, Glaze. It, it yeah, it did. I don't know what happened, but her color went just absolute, just it honed in, man. Wonderful. It's okay. my, my computer went into night mode because it's 2 o'clock. Bye, Fachi uh, Bye, Fachi yeah, it's, it's, it's 10 o'clock, so my right. my uh, screen went to night Is that mode. what it was? Okay. Should I, should I... Thank you for listening to Authors in Chains. Check us out on the web at www.authorsinchains.com.